Hey love, how you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. And today I want to talk about courage. It is one of those things that We all have the propensity to experience daily, but it all begins with a choice. Mm, I'm not even going to say choice. It begins with a thought. Like I know we think courage is only needed when facing a new venture or stepping out to start a new business or a new relationship or even moving into a new area where we don't know anybody. But I don't want to dismiss those everyday opportunities where we experience courage that's not always spoken and oftentimes only felt and seen by the individual themselves. See, this courage will not be found on Facebook or a video that goes viral on Instagram. No, this type of courage happens in the midst of obscurity and hides in the secret places of one's own inner strength. This type of courage cannot be experienced until you face the fear that stands between you and it, whatever that it is. So this episode, we're going to shed light on reaching beyond the fear and grabbing hold to the courage. Why? Because courage is the mental and moral strength to persevere, to withstand anything. Now, you know I'm a movie buff, so I would be remiss not to share a few of my favorite movies that I saw Courage. And the first one I can think of is good old Color Purple. Hunty, the courage and the strength that I found in that movie, even when I try to remember which character to talk about or I try to determine which one to talk about, I don't even know. But can, let's start with a few. Nettie. Nettie decided to leave her sister and travel all the way back to the continent of Africa. Or was it the courage of Celie, who stayed in an abusive marriage to only one day have the courage to leave Mr.? Or was it Sophia, good old Sophia, (laughs) who had the courage to survive and persevere just so that she could get back home to her children, not even knowing if they would remember her just because she had the courage to say no? Well, she said a little bit more than no, but for the sake of this episode, she had the courage to say no. When I tell you, when I look at that movie, I see the courage of women permeating every fiber of fiber of their being to withstand danger and difficulty. Cause see, it could easily have been called the color of courage, but I'm not Alice Walker the author. No, so we're going to stick to Color Purple. But can I not forget one of my other favorite books that became a movie? The Help. Now, who had the most courage in that one? Was it Viola Davis who had the courage to tell the true story of how the help were really treated in Jackson? Or was it, what's her name? Um, Octavia Spencer, who after being fired, had the courage to bake that beautiful cake made of, um, well, you know, and if you don't know, you just gonna have to watch the movie for that one. Or the wife who had the courage to be a friend to a black woman 
in a period of time where that was not accepted, not even just to sit at the table together. Now, I've never made it on the movie screen, never been written in a book, but I've had my share of courageous moments. Come to think of it, I'm doing it right now just by talking to you. (laughs) But can you think of a moment in your life when you had to be courageous? The first time I can think of when I had to be courageous was when I was six six years old. Yes, six. Yes, I can remember that far back. I really wanted to go play with my friends in the woods behind the house. And we had created this whole elaborate story about this ditch that was full of sandy dirt. It wasn't like the red clay dirt that we were used to. And I was convinced that if I didn't, if I jumped and I didn't make it to the other side of that ditch, I was going to sink because we had decided that that dirt, that sandy dirt was sinking sand. Now to think that I could sink and disappear created a fear that almost paralyzed me. But let me tell you what happened. There was this dog that I heard barking in the distance and you couldn't tell me he wasn't on my heels. So when I heard that dog barking, I had to decide, was I more afraid of the sinking sand or that dog? And before I knew it, I was on the other side. Yes, I had courage that day, honey. Courage is an interesting thing that they often say courage is the absence of fear. But I have to disagree with that because I can tell you in some way. Fear made me a better person. It made me a person to even a point that I have the courage to record this podcast, to share my heart, to put my heart on display, to share my light. Now, we're going to take a quick break, but I want you to think about it. When have you had courage? Be right back. Welcome back. And I want to open up with a question. Yes, I know I closed with one on can you recall a moment when you had courage? But I want to ask you another question. From where do you draw your courage? Like, is it from your past experiences, from your family, from your friends, from your grandparents, from your parents, from your spirituality, or even your faith? And if you're not sure, I really encourage you to take some time to think about it. And here's why. Because courage gives you power to chase after things that are important to you. And you need to know where you draw your courage from. Now, it could be a culmination of all of those things that I just mentioned, that list that I gave. It can come from any of those things. Let me tell you something. I've had a song to give me courage. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be just one thing, but just realize that whatever gives you courage gives you power. And it's that power that's going to boost up your self-esteem and allow you to believe in your dreams and not only your dreams, but your abilities to accomplish them. Because I feel this is where we get stuck many times. And I'm just speaking to myself as well. It's not always that I have a hard time dreaming. I just have a hard time believing I'm able to actually accomplish that because I was like, man, that sounds great for someone else. And I should tell someone else about this dream so they should do it so they could do it. But no, it was revealed to me because it's time for me to do that. 
Likewise, again, it's important that you realize that courage is not the absence of fear. And I know I brought this up before the break, but I want to bring that into this conversation as well. In fact, feeling fearful is healthy because it causes you to slow down and evaluate risk properly. Never, and I mean never, beat yourself up or assume that you are not courageous just because you feel fearful. You just stop that right now. Because to be courageous means that you are able to act in spite of feeling fearful. So there's nothing wrong with having that emotion. You are human. So don't be ashamed of it. Don't be like, oh, this makes me a a weak person because of that. Absolutely not. It just means that you're acknowledging it. At the same time, though, being fearful is a powerful force that can lead to stagnation. In fact, if fear is not viewed correctly, it can prevent you from achieving those goals, achieving those dreams, pursuing those opportunities. And consequently, many people allow fear to keep them stuck in their comfort zone rather than flexing those courage muscles and trying something new in spite of the risk. So I'm telling you, yes, fear can stagnate you. But fear can also give you the power that you need to be able to move forward. But let me tell you what's also important. Fear gets louder when you stay silent. (laughs) In fact, research shows that putting your feelings into words helps curb your negative responses to fear. How about that? Plus, voicing your fears doesn't make you weak. Instead, it makes you brave. After all, it is not easy to acknowledge where you are vulnerable. So if you are able to acknowledge your fears, you are one step closer to being courageous. Brene Brown stated that courage gives us a voice and compassion gives us an ear. Without both, there is no opportunity for empathy and connection. See, that's what connects us is our courage. And I want to encourage you at this moment, love, to find your voice again. I want you to unmute yourself when you're on that conference call and you have an idea. I want you to raise your hand in that meeting when you have a great idea or something to share, even if it's just your opinion concerning something. Let me tell you what that does. First, that frees you. But then it's going to free someone else. Let me tell you how I know this. Because when somebody comes off mute on a conference call and they share their thought, guess what happens next? Somebody else is going to come off mute and say, I like to piggyback on that. (laughs) You are going to be the catalyst for some piggybacks. So, yes, open up your mouth. So what is it that you need to speak to? Is it possible that your voice is the key to open up the door to courage you need to make that next move, to take that next step, to make that next statement, to have that difficult conversation with that person? It takes courage. Remember, it's not always in the big things. It's in the small things. But you not only face fear with your voice, you also face it with your vision. 
So you need to allow yourself to visualize what would happen if it didn't work. But then what would happen if it did? Like what is the worst thing that could happen if you didn't take the action? But what is the best awesomeness thing that could happen if you did? Take a moment, write it out. Talk it about, talk about it with somebody, but I love writing. Even if I'm just putting it in my phone under notes, write the vision, make it plain so that when you start running, when you start running your mouth <laughs> or when you start making, taking action, you can still see it. It's visual to you. You can experience it. You can feel it. And lastly, courage is knowing who is with you. Yes, I know we always talk about you got to do it, even if you got to do it by yourself. I get it. But can I share something personal with you? Remember when I shared my experience of jumping over that ditch? Well, I left out an important part. See, not only did I hear dogs, but I saw a hand. My next door neighbor, who's always like a big brother to me, he jumped back over because he had already went over one time. He jumped back over to my side and said, Felicia, I do this all the time. I got you. And he grabbed my hand and said, let's jump together. Now, of course, when I have those moments to have that conversation, to take that next step, to make that next move or even courage to move on or to not move or the courage to even be silent. Cause sometimes you need courage just to cuss your mouth. My next door neighbor, he's not there to grab my hand. Actually it's been over 15 years since I've seen him, but honey, I can tell you this. I can't tell you how many times God says to me, I got you. I do this all the time. See, he holds my hand. And sometimes, like the footprint poem says, he's even willing to carry old girl. So I encourage you to find your voice, find your vision, and find what connects you to something greater than yourself that you need to have courage to take that next step. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode. And please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing on whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you. So please join and inbox me on the Light of Speed Facebook page. And special thanks to the Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music. Music by X What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, get yourself some courage and keep shining.